0: Right. Welcome, everybody, to the We Are Children's Division podcast. Uh, today, we have a, a, a great conversation uh, ahead of us with uh, Robert Nodell and Pat Lubring, the, uh, of course, the director of our department, and Pat Lubring, uh, our our uh, our financial wizard who makes all of this happen. So we, we did this once before, before we went into the session, and we're uh, getting ready to do this again now. And, of course, we always have our uh, communications guru, Ashton Keever here with us. Ashton, how are you? today.
1: I'm doing great, Daryl. How are you today?
0: I'm, I'm totally fine, and I'm, I must say I'm very impressed with all of these gadgets that we have now. So if, you, <laughs> if you're listening to us and you think we sound different, that would be because uh, we've got this really cool podcast equipment with big microphones and a and a soundboard and it's it's very it's very cool so i'm very very excited about that so we're going to discuss today sort of uh we're going to recap what the plan was and how the how the legislative session went and as you all know uh the plan was essentially that we're going to uh, get more resources in order to keep the pay where we managed to get it and and even improve that uh, and to get 100 prevention workers and to get, uh, you know, some assistance uh, with uh, – foster care case management uh, to alleviate some of that and also uh, in addition during the legislative session it was part of the plan uh, and it became part of the legislature's plan that we would uh, have the division of legal services have the ability to hire lawyers to help us. So that that uh, Robert I I think that that summarizes what the plan was uh, I would say
2: is that right? Absolutely appreciate the opportunity to get to visit with you today and you know the best way to uh, to sum up, the uh, 2023 legislative session was we asked for a lot and we got a lot uh, because I believe, you know, the last time we visited on one of these Programs, you know, we had uh, prepared our our request uh, to to the governor's office, which he recommended in the governor's budget. Uh, we also had the eight point seven percent across the board pay plan uh, that was uh, proposed at that time that we were looking for the legislature to pass early in the session, which they did. Uh, got that to the governor's desk, and he was able to sign, and and that ended up in uh, paychecks in March uh, of this year, but, uh, you know, we were able to get our uh, children's division reconstruction and reform package passed, and, you know, that was very, very important for our department because it is one thing, you know, to to have a vision for the future, which uh, Director Missy clearly does. Uh, it's another to actually put that mission into action. And so, you know, this first phase uh, was the first very significant step down that road, and we're tremendously excited about that. But again, you know, we uh, what we asked for, we got. And now, uh, at this juncture in time, it's imperative on us to, to implement, to fill those positions, to, uh, to, to implement, uh, you know, this new way of uh, – of uh, taking care of child welfare in the state, and I'm really excited to see where children's division is headed and uh, and where we're going to be in a, in the short term as well as, you know, in the long term for the for the best interests of the kids of Missouri. You
0: know, it's interesting to me, and something that I've really learned, is the link between, you know, policy and what you want to do and budget uh it's it's it was lost on me being out in the regular world and being a judge it never occurred to me that just getting the resources was was in fact the key uh, to all of all of this happening and pat you've been doing this a long time you know looking at numbers and budgets and everything else what's your what's your take about with, with regard to what the legislature did uh in this last session
3: well i have been doing it for 27 years and I would say this is the best budget year for the children's division we've ever had that I can remember. Uh, we will, you know, we got well over a hundred million dollars in, in investments in child welfare. When you look at the uh, additional staff of over hundred staff, uh, the eight point seven percent pay increase, uh, the rate increases per, for providers, so that uh, as our staff are taking care of their kids, we can get that provider network for them to access. Um, but across the board it, it has been the best budget year that I can ever remember.
2: And Daryl let me you know you know I've always said uh, you know whether we're talking about an individual, you know whether we're talking about a private business or a governmental entity, you know if uh, you know if, if you want to show me your priorities, you know show me your budget show me where you're investing your dollars because wherever that is whether you know we're talking about you know the uh, activity in your personal bank account or you know a you know a a business and where it invests its dollars and certainly a governmental entity you know that that's where the priorities reveal themselves and you know for too long in the state of Missouri you know we were under investing in 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 child welfare and other other priorities and nothing wrong with those other priorities at all all, but other priorities seem to take preference and, uh, you know, but we have worked really hard in recent years to shine a light on some of the challenges that 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 we've had in the child welfare space, and we've been able to take advantage of you know a, an economy here in the state and 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 revenues that have been robust in the last few years. Our state's been running a very healthy budget surplus, you know, and we've been able to make the case to capture some of those surplus dollars. But you know, Missouri is making the the children the children's division vision um, uh, looks after a priority at long last and we're excited about that Now there's a
0: there's a scripture that says that that says where your heart is that's where your treasure will be absolutely right and I think that that's I think that that's common wisdom and I think it's true and I think you know where, where your heart is I, when I encountered the legislature uh, and we had a lot of conversations with them I found a lot of heart. Uh, I found a lot of heart where where we are. People wanting to help, uh, our our partners over there. I think really listening and understanding, uh, you know, regard to our needs. And and people were particularly uh, impressed and appreciative. I think of our of our packet that we put together with with the plan spelling it out for them. And I I will I will write now. Uh, you know, uh, Ashton, uh, you are the person who who actually made that pretty. Uh, you put that all together. So we, we we first drafted it. It looked it looked a lot like a legal document because some old lawyer was a, a person. Working Wonder who that. that was. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> old. It looked like a legal document, and, and uh, we were we were in here. We were in this in this very room over here at the department, and uh, and, and Ro- Robert looked at that and looked looked at one of our communications people. I don't know if it was you or Chelsea probably or Chelsea. I think <laughs> Chelsea. Could could you all make this pretty? And, <laughs> and uh, and it came back, and sure enough, it, it was. And so Ashton, I just thank you for all your good work on that. The graphics, I mean, the pictures it painted, uh, was really terrific.
1: Thank you, thank you. My favorite actually was the football analogy. When we found the picture of the kid playing football, I was like, if this doesn't draw your attention, and I don't know what will. So
0: yeah, we were talking. We were talking about how we were, we're trying to play a football game with, uh, with with not enough people, and how the Chiefs could not possibly. Uh, r- run a football team with only 11 people. And uh, Ashton took this picture of these little kids playing football. It was the cutest thing ever, put it right next to it. And it really, it really, really spoke, spoke volumes. So, so Robert, I mean, uh, Pat just described how this is the, this is the best session that he's seen in a long time. Uh, how, how do you think, uh, what do you think, what do you think produced that? What, what, what do you think caused us to, to do so well this time?
2: You know, you know, I think it's been, you know, a lot of work, you know, over the past couple years, you know, having candid conversations with our partners in the General Assembly. You know, we're all on, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes the conversations, the debates that occur in the legislature, um, you know, some of the, uh, you know, the, the the hearings that are held and things like that can uh, can seem adversarial. They can become adversarial if you're not careful. But, you know, we've tried to cultivate a partnership uh, with our friends you know, in the General Assembly. And we've tried to be very candid about the challenges because it does – It does, uh, Children's Division, no good, you know, if we go over to the Capitol and try to put on a happy face and say, well, everything is fine and try to minimize, uh, you know, the challenges that we deal with. We made a strategic decision that we are going to be candid, and where we're struggling, we're going to highlight those struggles, and we are going to ask for help because at the end of the day, we're all on the same side. You know, we're all looking for ways to, uh, you know, to help the the the, the children that we serve. And uh, it does us no good, you know, for the the legislature when they want to help, you know, to be reaching in the dark or trying to grasp at solutions when we can work together, uh, deliver a plan that, uh, you know, that our experts have developed that believe, you know, will will improve uh, outcomes and 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 will increase prevention and upstream uh, interventions to uh, to really reduce the amount of. Uh, trauma and the number of kids in care uh, that we see. And, uh, you know, you put a plan in front of uh, our policymakers in the General Assembly that makes sense with, um, you know, with budget components that are attainable uh, in the environment that we're in right now, and they're going to embrace that. So, again, you know, they've given us this tremendous opportunity, and now the pressure's on to implement that.
0: Yeah, we've got to go forward and do that. And I think some of the, a lot of the credit, I think, for us being able to communicate that goes to the folks who are listening to this podcast, because they were, uh, you know, folk, our folks in the field were really great about sharing with us when we asked, what is it we need, what, what what's your vision, what needs to happen? on those vision surveys, they they told us uh, and we could go to the legislature and say we have actually talked to our folks in the field and 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 this is what, you know, they say they need. So, uh, you know, you talked about implementation and that's kind of exciting. I mean, we got new stuff. We got new opportunities to do stuff. What what really excites you, Robert, about what we're what we're getting ready to do?
2: You know, I'm uh, I'm extremely excited about you know actually building or rebuilding you know a prevention force for children's division. You know, I, I believe that you know so many outcomes you know in so many situations, and I, you know, I see the the reports that uh, you know that come across my desk, and you know, I wonder you know how many of those circumstances can be prevented. You know, if, uh, if if situations can be addressed before, um, you know, before they become, you know, places where law enforcement has to get involved or the courts have to get involved. And if we're able to, you know, connect people with resources, uh, whether it be, you know, behavioral health, substance abuse. Uh, you know what no matter what the uh you know the the resources to prevent these outcomes and you know i think i think we'll see that in the numbers and uh you know i think the you know the future of our state will be brighter you know as a result because we're not letting you know situations escalate to the point that that a more uh you know that that a more uh, dramatic intervention has to occur now
0: pat you know we this is a new approach for us Right, I mean, yeah. you, you've been doing this 27 years. It's always been sort of how many, how many cases, how many people put them in the slots. Uh, uh, how how does this how does this work for you all? I mean, it's 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 a new world, uh,
3: really. Yeah, it's a new into. way of looking at things for us, definitely. Because you know, in the past, we did count case loads and, and do allocations. I think what we're trying to do is is try to figure out a way to calculate, you know, prevention to. What is needed on prevention? How do we get those resources out there so those kids never come in cussy? And how do you arrange your resources to uh, support that vision that you and Robert have for the division? So it is it is interesting, and it, it's exciting because it, it is different. It's it's uh, something that can have a major impact on kids and families out there. So. We are looking at it differently. We're trying to meet with the field staff, meet with regional people out there and, and get their input on on resources because, as you said, you know, right now we, we've got to implement a lot of this and, and show some performance measures because I think that is a way we get future resources too and to build on that, so a, a good implementation uh, and and getting those resources where they're needed and having a real impact on the community. Uh, because the general Assembly they see that you know they hear that because like you said it's not just uh, our, our legislative team who does a great job and, and really painted that picture it's it's on the local level too having having them go back to their community and see the impact of, of what our staff and what these resources are doing for them
0: well, and good solid analysis is part of that, right, Pat? And I think yeah. I think uh, I, I need to in front of everyone publicly thank you for the analysis that you did that yeah. helped us piece together the, the, the argument because really we've been talking about the expense of this system. Mm-hmm. I mean how much it costs for us to do the things we do now and that twenty five thousand dollars per kid per year really rings true with people. I mean they get it when they say, Oh my goodness, if we take this family of three and put them in foster care, that's seventy five thousand dollars this year. Right. Uh and, and and they go, wow! What could we do with that for that family rather than what we do, right? So, yeah, yeah that's, a, that's 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 great analysis. So, you know, I, I think another thing that that we're excited about is, you know, the legislature came through for us in 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 ways that were beyond beyond our request. So, you know, the additional attorneys to try to get try to get cases concluded more quickly. We've got a special uh, we've got special funds to to um, uh, to uh, do address a particular you know particular challenges that existed in the St. Louis area we've got some some consulting work that we're going to get ready to do there I think all that's very exciting
2: yeah, we're we're extremely excited, you know, to address and you know, I think, you know, the you know, the best part about the plan is, you know, we can address both sides. You know, you know, obviously with prevention, you know, you're addressing the front end and with permanency, you know, you're you're addressing the the back end and, you know, getting more children to a forever home. You know more more rapidly and you know and and we, we see better outcomes and better lives as a as a result of that as well you know the this was a year of record investment and in, uh you know in in mental health you know behavioral health it's one thing to have uh, you know a, a prevention team you know and to be in a position to do uh referrals to preventative services but if those services aren't available you know, and if that, you know, if that referral, you know, instead of leading someone to getting help, leads them to a 12 to 18 month waiting list uh, to get seen or to get services, then, you know, the the situation is probably going to deteriorate in that period of time. So, you know, I think our, uh, you know, certainly... Uh, this administration you know and our partners in the general assembly are looking at this system much more as a continuum and looking holistically and uh, communities wanting to get involved and be part of the solution so it's a, it's an exciting time to be working in this space for sure I, we
0: had our first we uh, just before we, we uh, recorded this podcast we had our first community meeting in Jefferson County and it was really and Jefferson County because it's home for, for me and it was really exciting to have so many you know educators and treatment providers and law enforcement and and lawyers and people in the room all coming together to say what can they as a community do uh to shore up this uh you know this system and 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 try to do things on the front end of cases to prevent people from, you know, the most extreme
2: interventions we have. So it's These these are problems. These are challenges that children's division alone can't solve. That's right. You know, we certainly have a good plan, and, uh, you know, we're taking the right steps. But, you know, certainly when you, you know, when, when you think about uh, – you know, the partnerships, obviously our child welfare system generally, you know, is heavily dependent upon, you know, our partners in the court system, you know, and our partners in law enforcement and our contracted case managers and our residential providers. And, you know, we need, you know, to tap into so many community resources to recruit foster parents. You know, these are these are challenges that, uh, you know, that really are going to take, you know, a broader group, a co- broader coalition than simply Children's Division alone to solve. But uh, we're excited to be at the tip of that spear. And for the first time in a long time, you know, we are bringing new resources and a new way of thinking to this effort. Very, very exciting. So when we were
0: in the legislature having these conversations, so many people asked us, well, is is this is this enough? I mean, does this do it? And the answer was n- no, it doesn't do it because we couldn't possibly get it all at once and do it all at once. So it was phase one, uh, and so we're we're currently formulating, you know, phase two. What what comes next? And I know that we've there's a process through which we go, uh, Pat. Right? We make mm-hmm. a we make recommendations to the governor's office, the governor office, and make then makes uh, recommendations to the legislature. So there's a whole lot of of work that needs to be done. Uh, you know, going through the process of all all of this but if we're looking just very broadly at what phase two uh, looks like uh, Robert what do you what do you think where do you think we go from here
2: you know I think it is you know continuing to expand the prevention effort you know I think it is trying to get uh, you know prevention resources and prevention personnel into more, school districts, uh, you know, in the state. I think we have to look to continue to invest uh, in our team members through, you know, continuing to work on pay and and compensation. You know, obviously, uh, you know, a new uh, CWIS system is a big part of this equation, and we've already secured funding for that, but that project, it's, you know, it's seeing it through. You know, we have, uh, you know, this is a multi-step effort, you know, to get to where we need to go, and we didn't, not want to promise things this last year that we couldn't deliver in a year's time you know could we use 300 new prevention workers uh i would say yes right. you know would we realistically be able to hire and equip 300 in one year i don't i don't believe that to be the case and so you know we tried to to work in a space that was manageable you know that we're, we're going to you know we're not going to promise uh you know, uh, uh, objectives that we can't meet, you know, within a year's time. And, uh, you know, and we look forward to coming back next year, hopefully, hopefully having some points on the scoreboard, you know, some opportunities to show uh, success, continued positive movement as it relates to the number of kids in care. Hopefully we see continue some positive momentum, you know, as it relates to staffing, hiring, retention, you know of employees, and uh, you know let's show. Uh, you know if we if we continue to show improvement, uh, I think the investments will continue, certainly to the extent that uh, that dollars are available. Now, so where does where, where procedurally does
0: that go, Pat? How do we how do we begin that process?
3: Well, we've kind of already begun it. Uh, we you know we've had our internal meetings with Children's Division, meeting uh, with leadership over there. Um, we just had a meeting this morning on some ideals around budget, and uh, I think um, going back to field staff kind of getting their input. Um, but I, I think a lot of it is showing uh, the data uh, to the legislature. So showing that positive movement that Robert was just talking about um, and, and identifying areas of need that, you know, going through a budget talking to staff what does the next step look like what can you know now we've got the hunter prevention workers uh showing that phase we've got the lawyer showing the showing the trend lines to the legislatures to show that hey your your investment is doing good work for the kids but it also is saving the state money because you know one of the things that we don't do a good enough job or we used to not as you said is showing the cost to the system um it's not just a cost of the kids and care but as robert's always talked about you know the investment in staff not investing in staff has a cost to it too because turnover has huge cost to us not just in training but lost productivity you know that's one of the things when we were looking at the numbers this last year uh you know it takes a staff person like almost two years to get up to full speed so during during that turnover portion you're, you're paying somebody that's not fully productive, and it's not on them. They're new. They're walking in the door. They, they're they still learning the system. They're still learning the courts. They're learning things like that. So it, it's front end getting, you know, it's investment in staff so we can keep those staff lo- longer, but also getting new qualified staff in. But I, I think the step now is we're, we're going to put our budget book together. We're going to have conversations with you and Robert on, on that second request and, and you know, then you know go to the governor's office go to legislature and and present our case to them Um, and it's helpful to show the data and our our trend lines are moving in the right direction so that's that's a positive thing and helpful to support our story that we're going to have to tell this next year
0: i think it's really terrific that our team knows that you all know and understand those things i think uh that it's um i I i would I would tell all of them right now. I'm telling all of them right now just how great your team is uh, about uh, looking at our practice and helping us come to yes with regard to the things that we need, and really hear uh, that that's the way this works. And so this this success has been uh, possible, really uh, in large part because your team's been terrific with us as we've worked with the legislature working on the budget. And so thank you to all of them and you for right. for, for working with us on it. It's been great.
3: Well, thank you for that and. You know, you look at uh, our, our workers out in the field, their customer, the kids they serve and the families they served. Uh, for us, it's not just those kids and families. You know, we're second fold. The field staff are our customers. We're here to support them, and, and that's our job, uh, to enable them to get them to the right place where they can do their job effectively and efficiently and, and do it safely. You know, that, that's important that they, they feel they have all the tools and the support they need. And I know it's for several of our team members, that's important to them too.
2: You know, and you know, Daryl and I have, uh, you know, have the best of intentions, you know, when it comes to the budget. But you know, our our team in in, in Defas that does this budget work every day, you know, they're they're able to to take our ideas and take our concepts and you know, uh, apply them, you know, to the appropriations process in a way that works. You know, whether that's using, you know, the right funds from the right sources, using federal dollars, you know, where they're allowable to use, uh, trying to maximize our federal funding with our state matching dollars, uh, you know, dipping into to, to the general revenue when that's appropriate. But, you know, again, you know, we all have the ideas of where we would like to go, but, you know, I'm very satisfied that our team does a great job, you know, putting that into practice. They have great credibility uh, with our appropriators in the general assembly. And when they, uh, when they cross the street to the Capitol with a solution, you know, our policymakers listen and, uh, and that's really all we can ask for. That's right. That's right. And I,
0: and I think, you know, I, I think I, w- I want to say thanks to all of them. I mean, sure. every legislator that I met was thoughtful and listening and really concerned about our kids and our families. And I, I think it it was it was a great experience for me engaging with them this year. So so uh, long term, guys, what where, where where do we see us? Where do we what's the dream? Where do we see us going? And and uh, how would you like to see things happen? I'll let you go first.
3: I mean, uh, um, long-term, you know, obviously you know, the ultimate goal is kids safe. But, you know, I know I've heard you talk about it, but to get back to those lower levels of kids in care uh, safely uh, being placed in permanent, you know, permanency uh, back to, you know, the when we were down to even eight or 9,000 kids in care, you know, it'd be great to get down to 7,000. Um, I know we are right at 13,000, so we've got a long ways to go. But, you know, I think with investments, with the staff uh, that we have out there, the investments and in staff working with the courts, and and as you said, the legislature's been great. They're supportive. They they understand it. They're, they've they been, you know, across the board supportive. If we could get down to, you know, below 8,000, I, I think that would be a, a great goal for us um, and do it in a safe way um, uh, careful manner in which the kids are being really taken care of in the best way possible
0: right and you know it certainly certainly can be done without all these resources that we've gotten so far with just working with mindset and working with our partners and doing what we can we've come from you know you know 14200 i think was around the number we were when when i when you know we first started this and and this week uh, I don't know when this will play, but at the time at the time we're playing, the, the number was twelve thousand nine hundred and sixty-three, which is you know we broke that thirteen thousand barrier, uh, hadn't been there in years. I mean, I was looking back at charts and before twenty eighteen, there's not been in that in that yeah. in that area. And I think it means that if we're doing good work, we're 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 doing good work with those kids out in the community, right? And yeah. and making them safe and making it okay. Robert, what do you, where do you think? What, what do you think
2: the future is? You know. Uh, you know, I think one of the overarching objectives is that uh, that our social workers be able to do social work. That's right. And uh, you know, and and you know, ha- how does that happen? Well, that means actually doing social work on cases and not simply being overwhelmed and shuffling, you know, paperwork through. And, uh, you know, it comes back to, as Pat said, you know, the, the, the responsible reduction, you know, in the, in the number of kids in care to get us, you know, closer to the national average, perhaps better than the national average, you know, in a place where, uh, you know, caseloads are manageable, you know, and the, the trained, compassionate, uh, you know, amazing personnel that we have can be fully unleashed. You know, to uh, you know, to to really maximize the positive impacts for kids in Missouri with those upstream, you know, interventions and and uh, and, and prevention and you know the entire spectrum of you know of social work as it was intended. Uh, so, social workers doing social work not not a not a difficult uh, concept, but you know we've got uh, we've got a lot of work to get there. I'm I'm excited. Uh, because I think it's uh, I believe
0: uh, it's gonna happen. I believe it has started to happen. I believe we're in the process, and so I think we look back on these days fondly because it's like it was the beginning of something really great. You know you guys and your leadership has been huge, you know, central uh, to making all that happen. So I just thank you for all you've all you've done and all you are doing. Ashton, any follow up questions or thoughts for this? for this group?
1: You know, as we were talking, you know, this this whole conversation started with, uh, where your heart is, your treasure there will be as the communications team. We often struggle to like, especially with recruitment stuff for, for children's division. We struggle to find the balance between the seriousness of the job and the heart behind it. Because if you, pitch too much of a fluffy job of feel good feelings um people who come in expecting to just play with kids all day um they find themselves in a bit of a predicament you know um but if you have people coming in expecting to be busting down doors every day that maybe isn't the case either And so finding that balance is always a challenge. And I think this year it seems to me that we've made a really good balance between telling the heart story behind this but also putting a number to it so that the legislature can really, like, see that the financials are super connected to that heart story. And um, it's just very interesting to me how... uh, Maybe that worked together this year to really work out in our favor.
0: Yeah, I think it's very, it's a very balanced, it's a very balanced and grounded uh, way of looking at it. I, I will tell you that, you know, out in the field, uh, talking to people, they they believed before we started. I saw in the vision surveys they believed in the philosophy of helping people. They believed that before we started any of this, and really it was part of and a big part of of uh, formulating the plan. Was the things that they told were the things that they told us uh, that were that were in those you know that were in those vision surveys went into uh, the plan. But what is particularly exciting is I just had a conversation with somebody just now about the, the new prevention workers. At the time this is being recorded, those things are just being are just being posted. Uh, that people inside of our organization are are applying in large numbers for the opportunity to do that. But also people who had previously left the agency, uh, are applying to come and do that work. And I think it's because it's where their heart is, you know, where your heart is there, your treasure will be. It's, it's, it's also where your movement will be. It's where you put your feet and your, and yourself and your life. So it's exciting. I think that, uh, we're getting the opportunity to
2: do this. So people do vote with their feet and, uh, you know, and I think I, I think as we see, you know, the staffing trends, you know, beginning to look positive, you know, I think, uh, director, I think that's a vote of confidence for, you know, the direction that you're taking the, the division. So, you know, that is, it's very exciting. You know, people, you know, people I find by and large, you know, across the department, especially within children's division, they feel good about the work we do. They haven't always felt good about the way we do it. So you know that's what we're focused on, and as we you know as we are able to you know upgrade technology, modernize staff up, make caseloads you know more manageable, you know I think people will feel better and better about the way you know we 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 do our work and and that makes for a satisfied career for someone. I agree.
1: Well and seeing that investment of time and effort on on everyone's part also changes the culture around the workplace as well. It's a very natural transition. And so um, you know, it, it goes hand in hand with job satisfaction. So.
0: Well and I, I, I I'm I'm hearing it everywhere that people are that people are feeling Really? A- ac- actually, one person, one regional director, just described a- an office he visited as being actually chirpy. They were actually <laughs> just, just, just. People were chipper and <laughs> they were excited about things. And I think that that's where we are. And I think that culture piece, and I, uh, I, I believe uh, it's, on, it's on your wall. What, what does it say about culture on your, on your wall there, Robert? A culture eats strategy for breakfast every day. That's, that's exactly right. And I think that's what we've got. I think, I think the culture is being, being built uh, around the whole department, not just here, but this department has got a culture of help and of service, and it's powerful and great. So I think that's a, that's a good place for us to, to wrap it up. Ashton, don't you think so? I think so. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for continuing to listen uh, to the We Are Children's Division podcast. I hear that we're getting listeners outside of our organization, uh, inside our organization. Lots of people are listening, and I hope they're enjoying the conversations and can take away things that they can use in their, in their life and practice. So for all of you who've listened to us today, thank you for being here, and we'll see you, well, we'll see you next time uh, on the We Are Children's Division podcast.
1: We hope you enjoyed this episode. Listen to more episodes of this podcast or our newest podcast, The Call to Foster, wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to help us reach and inspire more Missourians. Thanks for listening.